Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to the Careless Talk Climbing Podcast. Uh, we've had a bit of a recording hiatus because I've been away in South Africa and Aidan's been away in Scotland and Wales. Uh, so we thought we'd just record our catch-up call uh, where we sort of chat about what's been going on. Um, although particularly we did want to talk, well I, I wanted to talk about uh, Aidan's new sit-start to Isles of Wonder uh, which is a sit start to an existing 8B and he's graded it 8C plus, um, which makes it a candidate for the hardest boulder in the UK. So that's, uh, that's in there. All right. Cheers for listening. Hey, bud. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice to see you. It's been a really long time. Yeah. 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 Been, I think struggling to figure out times but over it's way over a month now right oh yeah way over a month because i was in rockland for five weeks and we did actually speak the day before i left didn't we because we, we got the real podcast in yeah that was like yeah that was the day when you rolled out yeah 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 and so it's uh, been uh yeah pushing six weeks i guess yeah six weeks i've been back for a week yeah the fans will be chomping at the bit yeah, I've had messages, mate. I've had messages. Really? Yeah. Really? Where were yeah. all the episodes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> uh, we, did, we did one a week for ages, and then we've done, like, two in the last month. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. Oh, nice. Well, we can get the ball rolling again. Yeah, Everyone yeah. needs a holiday, though. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you have had a holiday, and so have I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've been on the whole holidays. It's been... Yeah being good well i guess we could introduce the idea we had for this yeah 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 introduce it i like the idea um yeah so essentially the last time me and sam spoke on the phone was the day before he went out to rockland in south africa um and since then he had a five-week trip out there uh, around rockland and also cape town but we'll talk about that. Um, and I myself have been in uh, North Wales for the uh, best part of a month as well. Um, well, a week-long full non-climbing holiday thrown in there as well. But basically, we've both been on our respective climbing trips um, and haven't actually spoken about the things we've done or thoughts we'd had. So I thought it's quite an interesting experiment. Um the only like the only like interpretation of each other's holidays trips is uh the things that we have seen on instagram or yeah <laughs> word of mouth so this is like an i thought it would be a nice experiment to kind of see the slight disparity of what you kind of piece together from online snippets um and real life um Okay, I'm going to go. I love this idea. I'm going to go first. Um, I really like how this is kind of like putting my money where my mouth is because I spent all that time slagging off how people post on Instagram. <laughs> and now we're going to find out I'm absolutely no better. But anyway, um, so you actually forgot because since I've last spoken to you, you've also been to Scotland. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's true, actually. So ah. you, you had... What was it about a week up in Scotland? Yeah, a week in Scotland. Yeah, oh, well, not that I forgot that I was in Scotland, but I forgot that that was before we'd spoken last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, yeah. all I all I can really tell. Oh, actually, no. First thing before I even get into this, you know, the first thing I noticed when I went on your Instagram to to for this challenge to see what you'd written 
interesting um, in in post one so in in podcast one i jokingly challenged you to to name how many followers you have and i'm pretty sure you had 14 and a half thousand at the time you've got two and a half thousand more since then oh wow yeah your instagram's going fast <laughs> wow i think i've only posted three times <laughs> well I mean, we have also got the multi-million listenership podcast, which... Oh, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Could, could be related. Uh, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good little reference. Yeah. So what I gathered from your trip to Scotland um, is that you put up, I would guess, a bunch of absolute sandbags. That's my guess. Wow, this is funny that you said this. Because You're not the first person that has referenced this. <laughs> Like, has mentioned this i've seen how breezy you can look climbing like 8b plus so when you've put up stuff of you climbing like 7c and you're not you know totally totally relaxed and like yawning halfway up that makes me think it's probably a sad bag wait so you're getting all of this off one post yeah <laughs> yeah just the fact that you got up there and you've put up a bunch of first sets and you've, you've graded them like what sounds like accessible grades that that doesn't sound i'm yeah press x to doubt i think is the is the term kids <laughs> are using okay that's actually funny you mentioned that because um basically i imagine your sundial that aa that i put up yeah. um in yeah lagging is what you're referencing um which is an amazing face um is really that one nice. in the video yeah that's the yeah. first video yeah, um, yeah on like really nice rock it's schist uh and is yeah like the i basically did that on my last climbing day up there um and the sit project i kind of like pieced the moves together which has an incredibly unique sequence with like a flat upside down undercut it kind of like it's like probably like the shoulder move on aisles it's like the opposite way but probably more exaggerated um it's like a very cool sequence anyway um and so that's probably something i'm really keen to go back for but uh we cleaned up the head wall and did it like from a stand um and i genuinely think ata is fair for this okay however <laughs> <laughs> however straight away like it's a bit i don't know it's a it's a shame you get a reputation for I mean, I've probably made a few mistakes in the past. I think probably the most obvious of which is when I did that climb in Kentmere called Tranquilitus and graded at 8B+, but said that unless you were had the strength to climb 8C, it would probably take you a really long time. And it would be really... <laughs> yeah, so AKA it's 8C, basically. <laughs> which, yeah, in hindsight, was a very poor way of explaining it. And I would have been better off not saying anything then. However yeah um i don't know i think i somewhat developed a reputation with some people that uh i have a tendency to sandbag things and i mean it's not intentional I like, yeah i know it is i know it is. <laughs> i understand it's a it's a flawed system but um yeah it would be a shame if it stopped people going and trying stuff because it's very good well you were uh, with other people presumably other people did it as well um no so that was what but there were reasons for i was with dan uh well i was with dan varian tim blake alex moore robbie phillips 
and Will Burkett was there for the start of the trip. Um, so it was a nice little road trip. Um, we were originally going to go to the Isle of Skye, uh, and then the weather was awful up there. So we ended up uh, on the West Coast. It was kind of quite bad weather. So we ended up going into the Cairngorms and the Northeast Coast. Um, and it was an amazing time. Really nice group of people, uh, very friendly and just like exploring new boulders, finding lots of new things to do. Um, and yeah, it was an amazing trip. I got, I climbed every single day and I kind of, uh, we barely got midged. Wow, that is good. And actually, for, so the last latter like few days of the trip were really warm. But the first day I arrived, we actually went to Lagan as well. Uh, it was kind of like on the way up and back down for our trip. And I was like in a t-shirt, a down ja- uh, jumper and a down jacket and freezing. Wow. Which is nice. crazy. That was in yeah. July. July. That, yeah, that's July. You didn't get midged. Uh, yeah. So, and all, you didn't get rained on. Yeah, not barely. Yeah, we were quite tactical about it. Dan's pretty knowledgeable about the old um, weather pressures and rain evasion tactics. Um, so ah, right. it was, it was nice. a yeah useful companion on that trip. Um, but yeah, no, it was amazing. And it was like, it really like kind of opened up my eyes to the accessibility of Scotland because I think I spoke to th- about this on the podcast at one point. Yeah. Like, it... Just like it feels so unlikely and so f- it feels so far and there's like feels of those uncertainty about going up there for like the lack of guarantee of just doing good climbing. But in the last little, I probably on that trip, like I did more like more just like good mileage climbing than I did even when I went to like Switzerland or so. Um, I was just climbing on, there was just mm. things of all difficulty every day. Um, so it was, yeah, is, it was a successful. Is that time. mostly first ascent? So is there a lot of stuff already up there? Uh, so there's a lot of stuff already up there. Well, I can run through. Yeah. So first we went to Lagan, which is like some amazing schist rock. Uh, we put up a few, there's a, there's a, like a classic 70 plus of Dave McLeod uh, called Strongbow. Dan just put up an 8A on that boulder. That's the same boulder as Sundial. Um, so there's a lot of first ascents we did around there as well. Um, a few that day, um, around like between 70 plus and 8A. Um, and then, then we kind of like started heading up north. So we actually ended up, um, we ended up going all the way to the northeast coast to Sandstone uh, Bay called Primrose Bay. Um, and there's quite like a rare, there's like a sandstone roof. It's somewhat, some, somewhat like similar rock to St. Bees in the Lake District. Oh, wicked. Um, apart from the rock is perhaps even a little more solid um, in places. It's uh, basically there's a massive cave, which is quite rare on sandstone as well. Um, and I think like I kind of tried one of the main projects there, which was like utterly amazing, quite morpho as Max Man, but like I didn't do it that day, but kind of like got to the last move and the last move it's a really cool like flick into a fridge um, oh, wicked. Uh, and like yeah would probably be about like 80 plus or so and like amazing high quality rock um so i was really impressed by that and then dan was trying a, a project coming in uh, 
uh, on to the left on a big roof and then a, a load we didn't try there as well. So that was like, that was really cool to see. Uh, and then we went via a, quite a developed area called Bryn. Uh, met up with one of the young local developers. I don't know if you've heard of Reese Langland. Um, yes, yeah, he listens yeah. to the podcast actually. He sent me a message. Ah, nice. Yeah, really nice guy. And yeah. uh, cool to see him putting up some stuff. I did his, he did one called The Big Chief, um, which was like one of his projects for a roof in Bryn. Um, is that the one where, because there was a video online of him doing this like AB with one pad, and it looked hilariously sketchy. Yeah, that was that one. Yeah, that yeah. One? yeah, it looked good. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, yeah, no, cool move. Um, and like that, that area Bryn is just full of roofs. Uh, and it was quite well, actually. It was really muggy that day, but kind of quite forgiving on that rock. It's not too abrasive, and you're shaded away. So, yeah, I did that one, which was really good. Uh, fun moves, and then the next day went over to. I don't know if you've seen Dave McLeod's Queen's Wave. He did like a, I think he did like a YouTube video series of developing this crag. I probably um, did. I'm, I really like Dave McLeod. So I probably have watched it. But I can't remember. Yeah, it's near, it's quite near Rooftown. It was over the last winter, I think, um, which is a really cool, cool face. Um, uh, in my opinion, slightly tainted by a lot of glued holds but oh really perhaps we don't want to crack into that can of worms we can't do um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, slightly slightly related to that uh did a quite a small it's quite a small face but really good rock uh really cool moves just below that called the old baseline project i think or new baseline project i'm not really sure anyway either way doesn't look anything like new baseline, but good anyway. <laughs> it, does, uh, it does manage to tick the box of us mentioning new baseline every single episode, though. Yeah, yeah, we can get. <laughs> get <laughs> yes, um, and uh, so yeah, did that one, which I think I have been meaning to post some of these up. I'll get around to it at some point. I think that one would probably be around. Hard to tell. It was really hot, but somewhere eighty plus hit B range. Um, Wait, so is this? Moves? Was that a first ascent then? It hadn't been done. Yeah, yeah, that was new. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, why is it called, called? Why is it called New Baseline Project? Uh, that's what it was called when it was a project. I called it Unstuck. Okay, nice. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm not really sure why it was called New Baseline Project. Because I realise this is how you can help me out. You just got to put out a first ascent that I can do. Call it New Baseline, and then oh. I'll go do that instead. <laughs> why didn't I see that? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I'll be straight in the car, mate. As long as there's no, uh, as long as there's no slots. <laughs> yep, yeah, no slots all over. Oh, oh well, like, there's kind of a slot, but it's very wide and it's a pinch. I think oh, well, that's all right. Yeah, as long as right, it's right. wide enough, they can get my sausages in there. Yeah, 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 and uh, it's got a vague heel toe, but it's on the left knee, which I think is good for you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, oh, well, actually, we can get into all your injury niggle evasion tactics later when we talk about your Rockland strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, uh, and then I did a big trad day. Trad? Uh, yeah, I did a lot of trad. Kind of had a lot of fun. It was oh, pretty God. much a rest day. It was very easy climbing, but it was kind of just a nice day um, in the mountains, kind of doing some multi-pitch. Don't did worry. You, did you not trust gonna, it? 
Did I trust it? I didn't trust the, yeah, but did you trust the gear? Were you like, did you have your solo mindset on or were you actually just not thinking about it? I think it was easy enough that I wasn't thinking about it that much. I didn't feel like I was going to fall off. Right. Kind of, yeah. So I'm, I'm not quite there yet with the trad. I've got a long way to go, but I don't think you're going to lose me to the trad the trad discipline anytime soon <laughs> well i mean i wouldn't mind seeing you do some of the scary grit stuff because like that's that's just great to watch and also you sort of feel like it's dangerous but not not horrifically so yeah well right, some of it so. is horrifically depends so, on how good your yeah. gear placement is to yeah, be fair some of it is some of it is horrifically dangerous to be fair. i think any trad's horrifically dangerous mm, dangerous yeah. with my gear placement <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah then back by lagging and um figured out uh did all the moves on this project which i'm really keen for that's the um sundial sit project yeah 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 like yeah really hard crimpy shouldery yeah cool rock you like, think it would be significantly harder than than the stand oh yeah like i like there's basically like five consecutive moves which i only just did in isolation so like Ooh, fun. Like I never I didn't I didn't link I don't think I linked more than one move together on that little section. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think I did. It's really hard. And when are you going back then to try that again? Hmm. So my plans are quite loose at the moment, but yeah. Maybe in September? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I reckon unfortunately you'll probably do a trip up there where you just get rained and midged and yeah. <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, wow, yeah. It's tough. <laughs> yeah 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 well we'll give it a go keep an eye on the pressures consult the oracle and what did you what did you feel then how was that how was that trip um like the climbing was amazing had a really nice time with just friends um but i think it was like really refreshing to like kind of like um Oh, it was like a nice realization to like kind of actually truly understand how accessible it is mm. and yeah i got i was very fortunate with like um not like a lot of wind and uh to like kind of make climbing manageable in july mm. and also like dodging the rains but um more than just like I think the thing that held me back wasn't necessarily solely that, but more like the uncertainty of whether you'd find anything that would inspire you. And there's plenty of that. Yeah, true. Do you think there's loads of other stuff that you didn't get to? Oh yeah. That was kind of like all the places we went to were almost on like the B list of places to go. Like lots of the stuff I'm most keen for is around like the Trossachs, uh, uh, there's Loch Treen, um, and a place called Carrick Castle. Um, uh, which is where there's a couple of bands, things, Maritime and oh, Kruhan. I don't know how right. you say it. Yeah. But, but like some amazing looking AA pluses. And I know there's like a, there's like a good sit project there as well. So this was kind of like due to the rains, we kind of like diverted our plan A, but um, it was an amazing trip anyway. So Okay. And, and just to go back slightly to what you said earlier about there was an area with loads of glued holds. Ah, yeah. um, is that because the rock was quite brittle then and they just keep sticking the holds back or are they kind of fabricating holds all together out of glue? Um, no, so um, it's a bit of a, yeah, I guess it's like 
slightly sensitive i think it's just like a differing in an opinion like dave mack like super inspiring guy like i've really like always been like really inspired by the stuff he does and like i think probably one of the uk maybe uk's greatest ever all-rounder like really inspiring figure um if you include uh, ice climbing as well then definitely yeah yeah Yeah. there's nobody that's quite hit that level so like i've i don't really know him that well but i find him really inspiring like um uh so like no criticism to him as a person but um i know he developed that crag i think it's quite local to him um and yeah there's like i think the it's funny because the boulder that i did just below it is a really nice rock um and like really solid um and then this one just above like the actual texture is really nice of the rock i think essentially it's like there's kind of like flakes which have like almost uh developed on the top which like will have a tendency tendency to break off but the rock underneath seems quite solid um so there's some holds which are like well that's never going like they're all like really solid but then there's some which like were clearly just like flakes quite vaguely stuck to the wall uh, so <laughs> will have broken off uh, and essentially what seems to have happened is i think a lot of these flakes have been broken off and then specific ones have been glued back on but like quite big plates um, mm. uh, and i don't so like yeah we've kind of thought, thought about this a bit like i don't necessarily have like i don't have an issue with like stabilizing rock and um preserving things like that and i can kind of understand it more i perhaps wouldn't do it myself but i can understand it more if it's like a accessible climb for many and like is very classic lots of people are trying it it's a popular climb and a whole breaks and either makes it impossible or like kind of like yeah if it's not possible then maybe i can understand someone doing a hold back on but the thing that was a shame i thought with this one is there was a specific climb um called monarch which climbs quite nicely uh and there's a lot of but there's a few glue plates on it and we kind of just looked at the face without any of those plates on them uh, that had been glued on and it would definitely be possible it would be like mm. it's a really cool line and it would probably be like uh, it's hard to guess but like maybe ap plus 8c kind of like crimpy just like tall proud line kind of thing which would be incredible like that's mm. so rare and i think just how rare that is seems a shame that that is like altered with uh when the natural climb itself would be climbable um and i don't know it's hard to yeah because like i i totally agree with you but i can also it's so obvious to see like you can imagine how that might have happened can't you because like all those plates won't have broken off at the same time like one will break off and they'll think i'll just glue it back on and then the next one will break off and you think oh well you know i don't want to rip that one off so i might as well glue that one and and like once you've started gluing you can't really stop can you kind of got to try and keep it as it was yeah i kind of think that it's quite a difficult line to tread and i think it's kind of like in my opinion i think as soon as you start gluing things back on anyway it becomes very it becomes a very gray area and like hard to draw a line. Like you say, like mm. perhaps you might think, oh, gluing one hold on when it's impossible doesn't work, but, or like when it makes this move like crazy 
differing in difficulty maybe it's like it's more consistent climb it's much better if i glue it on but actually if you would take into account all the holds which would break you'd have a consistent amazing climb there i don't know it feels like uh i'd like to think uh i don't know it's quite hard to make that distinction but i feel like if in doubt leaving the rock to it's like yeah because natural form feels is is the lakes thing too broadly if it breaks it breaks and you just you carry on or is there yeah generally i think well i mean it, it, it very much depends on like there's definitely glued things in the lakes as well um i've never yeah i know like so like i know i do know holds which have been glued in the lakes i don't really know who has glued them but uh and it's very hard to tell in this scenario that i would find mm. an amazing face and then like have an amazing project and then one hold break and it's impossible maybe like i'd then question my own values in this sense like i totally understand it's quite like contextual but um i just thought it was i don't know i feel it's a bit of a shame to interfere with that especially when something's possible without it yeah uh, but i think it's as soon as you even when something is impossible as soon as you start getting tempted into like being like gluing things on and doing like oh you might even justify it by like well i'm doing this for not only myself but the climate community it becomes a slippery slope anyway yeah and that's that's the same as as the kind of like why not to fabricate holds in the first place isn't it because when you first see a rock if you think it's impossible you know someone who comes and looks at it in 20 years time might think no that is possible your your impossible can be someone else's possible so if you fabricate too many holds you could be taking things away from the next generation yeah 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 exactly that so it's a bit of a shame to see that but um regardless yeah broadly speaking very very positive trip very positive trip yeah amazing time open my eyes we've veered slightly off course but then you went to wales um to try I think the main focus was the Isles Sit project, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so from your Instagram, spoiler alert, I can tell that you did do the Isles Sit project. I hope I made that clear. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you did. <laughs> it's just a spoiler for the rest of the conversation. But it was, it was like, oh, did he, did he not? And the only other one I've seen on there is you posted Madame Allure, which is that really sketchy one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so knowing you and the fact you don't post that much i'm gonna guess that you had a pretty successful trip up in wales on yes a bit of a, on a bit of a tear yeah yeah no yeah. It, it felt it felt <laughs> successful so i actually last day of the scotland trip picked up a slight pulley strain in my oh, middle finger annoying. yeah left okay. left middle finger uh, which would have been a real pain on aisles if it was on my right hand, uh, just because yes. I really used it on the bottom, my right hand. Um, but actually, the holds are all quite weirdly big for the left hand, or very comfortable anyway, uh, right. up until the, t- the top section. So I basically, when I was working on it on aisles, um, did the top section as like very little, um, just got it very reliable, um, like but like only like a one go a session or something um and then just threw myself into the sit moves which yeah that was like i haven't gone into like project mode many times in my life and this was one of those where i did 
I mean, it wasn't like siege mode. I think I maybe had like five sessions, but I don't know, five, it's a big walk. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a big walk. And and just for everyone at home, because we've had a few people messaging about this, just to reiterate, we're talking about Ogwen in North Wales. Uh, the boulder is Isles of Wonder, which is a super cool 8B. And the sit start to that is what Aiden's been trying. Um, yeah. And I have to say, when... When I first saw the holds, obviously I didn't try it, but when I like I felt the holds, I did think like you would do it quite quickly. I'm surprised at how hard it's turned out to be because it didn't feel like it would be that hard for you. But it's hard yeah. to say from the ground, you know, because I didn't pull on. So, but the holds don't feel that bad. Is no, it the, no. the footholds are bad? Um, not even necessarily that. I think I know what you mean. When I first saw it last year. Uh, I was like, oh, well, sure, you could just start here. How bad can it be? The holes yeah. are pretty good. Uh, and they are quite good. I think they just face opposite ways. So you're forced into like a, you like from the get go, like just expose your shoulders and like they have to pick up the slack so much. Um, and then essentially uh, just transitioning from this shoulder into like a layback uh, to like uh, develop into the stand is like a real conundrum so there is like a vague right heel um which i was initially sure was something i'd use um and it actually makes the shoulder section really quite well not very short still shouldery but like doesn't feel that intense but i just find that my i'd end up with my arms straight and my feet too low and i couldn't move so it feels very promising and then like you just i just ran aground essentially straight away um I had tried not using the heel, which is where I thought I'd do it when I was training for it. Um, and that's way more intense on the shoulder. Um, but like, it kind of like felt like it did. Well, it felt like it, I was just requiring a bit more strength to do it that way. Um, actually first day I went up there, uh, I used a foot over my hand. So higher feet which was probably even more shouldery i think i did try it last year but i can actually walk my feet up there i just found it too like strenuous um in that like shouldery position um so it's cool to see a bit of progression there and yeah it's just kind of like they're quite good holds but you just get so like locked up underneath them it's really hard to transition mm-hmm. between them um you like kind of like throw yourself in quite a f- small box and it's there's not much keeping you on apart from pushing against the sides. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, like really physical and quite, quite cool for me in that most of the hard things I've developed have been really finger intensive. And I did use my fingers quite a lot, especially on my right hand, but like it felt like it was like your fingers can only take you so far on that thing. Yeah. Um, mostly shoulders. and Yeah. It's like, shoulders and i think legs are doing a lot and Mm. yeah it was um quite nice for me to see myself branch out from the ratty crimps um yeah yeah and you had five sessions on it you reckon did you see linear progress or did you have a bit of backwards uh one backwards session the day before i did it um it's funny how that happens yeah 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 i uh was making good progress like it was like did the moves, didn't link them, linked a couple of moves. I think on my third session on it, 
this year. I'd had like, I think I'd had four sessions last year, but my third session on it this year, um, I actually did it from one move in, uh, mm. like kind of like, uh, the first move itself is really quite easy or like not easy, but like it's quite steady. Um, and then you do some tricky foot moves and I did it including the foot moves, uh, to the top, um, and topped it out. But essentially it's just really hard to get the first right hand as well as you want it from the start. Yeah. Um, and so when I did that, I was like, wow, like next session, it should be on kind of thing. Um, uh, but I really underestimated. Maybe I actually had six sessions on it this year. I think I had an extra session between that. Yeah, I didn't log all my sessions. I sometimes keep a bit of a diary of them, but I didn't do that for this one. Um, Interesting. Uh, is that so? You you keep a diary of sessions. Is that just for projects? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've done that as well. It's actually really nice. Like when you're going into something that you know is going to take you a long time. It's yeah. quite nice to actually write a few words about the um, about each session and you can kind of see the progress at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. I think the thing I find I quite like about it is you um, you can take away so much more from your sessions and just like how much you did or like how much closer you got. And you can be very quite, I feel like you can be quite in, get stuck in your head when you're going backwards projecting mm. and just be like oh well i'm shy to <laughs> like kind of yeah, like get yeah. a bit that yeah, and like really hard it's such a mental game but i found i often find keeping a diary of things like even a session where i make no progress or go backwards there's still a lot i can learn and like often i actually really took that away this trip um having like my main objective into going into each session is like what i can learn not how much further I can get. And like, obviously they go hand in hand, but like, I was really trying to understand the intricacy of every move. I really like the complexity of like that kind of mm. puzzle anyway, but like, it felt like a very like, uh, distinct change in attitude, um, of not necessarily trying to make more and more links, but like the primary objective was to try and understand more about each of the moves. And obviously they go hand in hand often, like you end up to do you see in that progress? But um, yeah, that felt quite important for me this time. Um, but yeah, then uh, I had a the day before I did it, I went up there that evening, kind of felt okay, but had a bit of a nice session. I'd had, a, I'd had two rest days, which I don't do that often. Um, and then... Oh, wow, that is rare for you. Yeah, I almost had free rest. I was almost rained off, rained off as well. Um, uh, so like, that, had, yeah, you wrote more than three, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was kind of like, uh, I had a session one morning and then it was just after the heat wave, had an early morning session, then there was rain for like three days, so rest of the afternoon and then two more days, and then the, the morning of the next day. So it was like a very long time, mm. no, um, no climbing for me. So sometimes I find like it's not a very long time. It's actually only two days. It's totally normal to have that many rest days. But I feel like when I'm like really tuning into a specific climb, I like to be functioning on it a bit more regularly than that. Um, but then, yeah, I went up the next evening um, and still had beans left in my shoulders. And uh, yeah, it was actually an amazing evening. It was kind of perfect evening to do it. Um, I'd just been going up with my friend Hamish. Um, 
the day before at the day before I did it, he did the stand, um, uh, which is cool because he'd been working on that project when we were pretty much at the same process on it um, each time, uh, each session uh, until the very end. But then Jack Palmieri and Tim Blake came up as well. Um, so it's kind of like quite nice to share that moment with nice, a few people. Yeah. yeah. Actually doing it, I never usually get like, I don't know, I usually am quite uh, reserved or like I do like feel a lot of satisfaction yes about doing a climb and like i'm really happy i'm done some i've done something and there is that like brief like wow i can't believe i've done that like moment of euphoria this is definitely the most animated or emotional i've done topping out a climb like there was a like a certain level of disbelief i'd never had on anything before really um yeah it was it was quite amazing actually i think like i kind of reflected on it a little bit just walking down that evening and like there was a conversation I'd had with Dan Varian a couple of years ago, which really was uh, really stuck with me. Um, it was after he'd done Bombadil. And I think he mentioned, he made a comment to me that if that's the best, that if that's the, like my greatest achievement in climbing, I'm happy. It's, mm. it's, he thought he was like, for me, I think that's the best and hardest thing I'll ever do, which like, is amazing thing to admit and uh i guess it's we're at slightly different points in our climbing careers or oh, dan our climbing career, he's a hobbyist you know um, <laughs> rubbish but, um, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, <laughs> mysteriously pro level hobbyist yeah yeah exactly that um, <laughs> very good hobbyist um but like that thought i like had never really had that but this like doing this climb was like I don't think it will be the hardest thing I do. It's like, I think I mentioned it when I wrote my Instagram post, I felt like it was a rare, um, a rare combination where the best and hardest thing I had done, like merged, which I feel is really cool. Uh, I feel like I can climb a lot harder things, but there was like a realization that like, actually, even if I didn't, I feel like this is something like. That you can be really proud of. I can be proud of. Yeah. And oh, so it was really quite nice. a, it was a quite a wholesome moment. Yeah. And no, I like um really felt quite special to me. Uh and yeah, I was like giddy the whole evening. Um, like kind of like really excited. Um and then had uh well the next morning, kind of just about riding the end of that wave, uh did Madame Allure. And then after that, I had a insane crash like i was like no motivation like really <laughs> really flat my body was like in pieces i was so tired like it was like i guess it's kind of almost like uh a similar symptoms to like just intense overtraining i don't know if it was to do with that i guess there was yeah um but like took me a, quite a long time to equalize after that but still it was a good time um, sounds sounds like an adrenaline dump isn't it like yeah yeah, yeah the spikes you got like so wired so how did that how did the downside you know when it when it fell away there and you went into the the the, the no adrenaline or the miserable bit um what were you doing that was kind of like making that really apparent were you trying something else 
so no, it's more actually in that like when I'd done Isles, I was like, I was like, oh well, I really want to do Madame Alert. I've never tried it. So like I had something else which I was like, oh, I've really wanted to do this and like yeah. to put my time into. So went the next day to do that, which was really cool, amazing climb, like really cool contribution from Pete, Pete Robbins. And um uh Dan had kind of like done it, I think, when he was there a few years ago. Um and kind of mentioned it to Tim, but he like set up like a spider web with some yes, trap gear yeah, yeah. Uh, to put a pad on it, which was really cool. Um, kind of like quite a funny little gimmicky bit. But I actually ended up going left hand to the last hold where Pete jumps right hand. So he jumps right hand and takes a swing over that gap. But I went left hand, which meant that kind of, I think the fall would be mostly safe anyway. Um, so you didn't really need a spotter in the end, which was um quite helpful because yeah the spot has to tie in on a rope it's a bit of a faff um but yeah that was really cool to do and tim tim was trying that with me and has since done it a little news exclusive oh nice don't think the world knows it yet (laughs) but um but uh yeah so i had like a bit of direction after that but then after that i was like oh i don't really know what i wanted to try that was kind of everything i wanted to do um so like now it's just like try and like figure out some new things to try. And I think just cause I'd had that like focus, I just had that focus of like, um, trying things at my limit. I was like, I was climbing quite well. Um, and I was really tired, but, uh, I'm not sure. I struggled to like, I struggled to like know what to do with my days and, uh, just had like such an intense lack of motivation. It was like a, it was quite, it was quite a funny time, but um, I actually only climbed for one day and then went on holiday, which was nice. I go to an, a, a little remote island off the Flynn Peninsula each year. And so I did that just after that, which was good timing. Yeah. It sounds like phenomenal timing there. <laughs> like, yeah. That was chance. They said yeah. like booked in like for over a year. So <laughs> yeah, God, that is good timing. Cause like, yeah. it sounds like that's probably exactly what you needed to kind of recharge and yeah 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 no it's kind of perfect but but you say you you got a little bit um yeah you let your emotions go a little bit when you top that one out was anyone recording is there footage uh yes i'm awesome was there oh great oh great so it's gonna be a um there's gonna be a wedge video is there at some point um well yeah there's actually uh i think we're discussing um like uh, feature length at some point there's like a oh. there's, there's like a few he's got a, like a lot of the boulders i've developed over the last like year or so um which yeah we're kind of in the process of planning that out so yeah it'll Excellent. be on its way <laughs> nice have you seen it the footage yeah i actually haven't no no. Oh wow! Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know what that looks like. But... Oh, that'd be good. No, Sam, Sam does such good videos. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a big, yeah. big fan of his Wedge videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Wedge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the trip. And have you felt like you've kind of readjusted now? You've got some other things you're focusing on. Um. Yeah, I definitely think I have stabilized a lot i'm basically i haven't climbed outside in since that time um i kind of i've been doing a lot of like fingerboarding and training but just 
whilst I was away for that week and then came off the island and finished it, like finished off editing Spotter with my colleagues, yes. Francesca and Hamish. We met up and yeah. set up office on a beautiful beach on the Huntington Peninsula. It was quite nice. And then culture shock. Drove down to London and yeah. <laughs> really don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> Such a culture shock. Whereabouts in London are you? Uh, I'm currently near Bermondsey in my friend. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, this is near where you used to be based. Yeah, yeah, I used to live around there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, um... Sorry, sorry, Keys, I lived for a while. Oh, yeah, I'm very, very near Surrey Keys, just like 10, 15-minute walk. Um, crazy place. I did live here at one point, but yeah, it's hard hard to believe that. It, it is so it's so true that once once you leave, when you go back, you think, "How the hell did I ever live here?" And yeah. I I lived there very happily for six years, but could never ever go back now. Um, but I didn't like run away from it at the time. Like, oh, I can't deal with this anymore. Like, yeah. It, but now I could never go back. Uh, and I most of my like good mates from school they're all basically still in london uh, yeah. and i and i know they'll live there until they they leave and then when they leave they'll go back and they'll wonder how they lived there all that time and that's kind of like what london can do to you <laughs> yeah it's a common phenomenon yeah people i know who've lived in london are very much like that actually uh, yeah you, it's almost yeah. like you can't see the wood for the trees and you don't realize how nice a slower pace of life is until you get out there and experience it i mean it's not for everyone i, I guess like some people just absolutely love that like london pace of life but yeah yeah oh, God. It's, yeah it's hard work it is yeah. hard work especially when you're like cramming yourself onto the tube and like smashing oh. yourself into some bloke's like <laughs> armpit and you're like oh this is grim i've braved it yeah i've been getting about actually i took a bus today but mostly by foot yeah but that doesn't surprise me but like actually that is a bit of a Londoner thing to do is like Londoners are better with the buses because like if you're not a Londoner the buses are so much more confusing than the tube yeah yeah it's quite Um, easy to tube isn't it you kind of need to know a bit what you're doing with the buses yeah yeah no I'm still adapting I've got here last night and for the last month well actually for like the last five six weeks or so I've usually been waking up to either a mountain view out the windows of my van or yeah. the coast <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a, yeah definitely a bit of a shock but yeah yeah well very successful Onward. anyway very successful yeah it's successful time trip. yeah 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 and like often like, i was finding when i was like in a bit of a slump actually just like taking a bit of a step back and looking more objectively at what i'd done i'm like very proud of that so positive what, time what it sounds like to me is when you finish like a really really good book um, yeah and like you're just a bit sad for a bit because you've enjoyed it re- you've you know you've enjoyed the process so much so and immersed the process is over and like in all likelihood you'll you'll never do that boulder again so it's just like yeah this is something that's it's like a really big all-consuming thing in your life and then suddenly it's just completely gone because you're not going to go and repeat it yeah yeah exactly um, that yeah it's funny do it for a video or something but i think that's unlikely very unlikely yeah 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 it is funny that like yeah that's a nice little analogy a book one one problem done one yeah. problem erased it's funny it's funny that yeah <laughs> the way in which he can i found that feeling was through the arbitrary task of climbing up a rock but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's good fun 
Yeah, but it is interesting, like how because because people don't talk about those feelings so much after completing projects, and I, I think yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah, I think I did find it definitely interesting, just because like I had it on small scales, but it just felt so exaggerated in this case, um, and I don't know whether often I do feel like the people who um, have a tendency to pro like people who go through a projecting like phase or like really project something and achieve it often like I, there's not many climbers I think of that like have gone through that and then just like um spend the rest of their days just like ambling around on things which like they know they'll do like in a session or something like people seem to like keep ta like yeah tapping back into that projecting mindset I think there is like a I don't know it's kind of like well it Serial like projectors, a, a bit of like <laughs> addiction, isn't it? Like just like the uncertainty that you'll do something and the euphoria when you do. Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, climbing. If you if you were to associate climbing with something like, I don't know, heroin, <laughs> <laughs> like you need you need the project for the big hit, and like actually the little little tiny bits of heroin just won't give you the same high that that initial <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go another cracking analogy yeah it's it's me definitely waltzing into talking about something i know absolutely nothing about but well we've spoken about drugs <laughs> once before on our podcast and that went down well yeah performance <laughs> enhancers no less yeah yeah, I, yeah. I, had quite, I had quite a lot of messages about that ah, various yes. various people some leads uh, ah. some people uh, the the, the Broad consensus, though, I had a few people who who messaged in to admit that they've tried it. Um, oh, was wow. that it's that it's not a winner. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, the 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 people who who messaged in to say that they had tried it tended to say that one of two things happened: one, they got injured, um, uh, or two, uh, they got they put on so much weight that they couldn't they were actually kind of going backwards and there were certain things like you know the really shouldery and fridge huggy stuff where it might help with but at the end of the day climbing you need your tendons to be ready to hold your body weight on a small edge yeah and you, you can't cheat that um, yeah so asking this yeah so yeah i mean i'd love another call out though if anyone has a success story i would love to hear it but it was very interesting we did have some messages about it yeah i mean likelihood is a success stories people are cracking on with that yes, less likely to yes less likely to admit it yeah true. yeah but uh, yeah we'll yeah. see you'd like to just call in and be like hi yeah i'm professional climber x <laughs> <laughs> i've been cheating for the last 10 years <laughs> Yeah, 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 that that would be brave. But if there are any former professional climbers, yeah, uh, who now don't have anything, no, I respect lose. the honesty. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I would massively respect it. But I, I'm not expecting my phone to uh, light up with any messages on that one. <laughs> um, well, covered my six weeks or so. Yes, that's... I think pretty much. Um, happy with that? Yeah. May I speak about yours? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, I mentioned you've been to Rocklands and this was your first time in Rocklands, right? It was, first time. Um, I've only been to Rocklands once as well for the same amount of time. Yeah. Incredible. I it's just unreal, to be honest. And 
<laughs> and actually, I really resonated with the things that you said. Um, just reading through um, uh, your like, well, the post you did, you did quite. I feel like you did quite a good job of um, like kind of uh, capturing a lot of your thoughts throughout the process. I hope uh, so because I did actively try to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought you did a good job, and the thing that stuck out of me most obviously was from like the very start of your trip, you seem to express a lot of gratitude for the opportunity of being there, yeah. which I thought was really refreshing to see. I thought that was quite cool. Uh, and I think kind of like almost in some ways, a bit more of like a transferable or like attainable way for like the climbing community to function in that, like I often think like, well, I'm not sure quite what inspired that gratitude, but like, I feel like from a, like an eco awareness perspective, perhaps like I think that um, like just the awareness of the environment can often be quite polarizing in that like maybe uh, I don't know act- activists stand like activists scrutinize those who aren't doing things, and then those people then feel judgment and like kind of a bit of resentment for those the people judging them and feeling like they're taking some moral high ground or um so i kind of think maybe the extremities are never that well without like um and never very constructive but i feel like this is a really nice way to function in that like you can just communicate a lot of respect for the things you're doing which i don't really see that often not many people talk about that that much so that was really cool to see i enjoyed that and I also thought something that I've had a real tendency to do, which you didn't seem to do, is in these like kind of like justification of travel dilemmas, is is very easily to like front all of front load all of that like kind of like thought process or like kind of the intensity of that like before the trip. And then you embark on the trip and you just switch into like climbing trip mode and you just mm. like get like giddy at like all like the series of like patches of chalk which just dangle some AT yeah. cookie or whatever <laughs> grade, grade you're looking to do um uh and then like you almost lose sight over the actual place you are and i thought it was cool just like i don't know the writing scene you had seemed to like appreciate i think you described it as a bit of an alien landscape which is very apt it's it's feels mad, like, isn't it? It's I've, I've never been to Mars, but I feel if I did, it wouldn't be far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's a nice sentiment because I feel like it will likely only enrich one's like experience in a place if they were they practice some gratitude for like the place they're in and appreciate it for more than just the climbing it has. Um, so, firstly, I thought that was really cool because that seemed to happen from the very start um which i thought was really nice um one of my favorite quotes i think was you doing fragile steps and embracing your inner troglodyte and trying this little gremlin (laughs) slightly contrasting but (laughs) but, um yeah no i thought i thought that was cool to see and maybe like a nice little sentiment well maybe not embracing one's inner troglodyte but like the bit I was talking about before that for a nice sentiment for people to understand. Um, so yeah, if you haven't looked at Sam's 
uh, Instagrams from uh, his times in Rockland. Go and <laughs> go check them out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all there. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, so the thing with the, like, I did feel especially grateful to be out there because about a month, before, it was exactly a month before we were supposed to go. I've been dealing with this, like, really annoying tenosynovitis in my left hand uh, ring finger. Um. And I had a day where I woke up and it, it was sort of getting a bit worse for a few days. And I had a day where I woke up when it felt fully injured, like I could barely close my fist. And I was like, oh God, this is absolutely ruined. Um, and combining that with my like really dodgy hamstring, which is getting a lot better. Um, oh, nice. That's good to hear. Uh, it was actually Isles of Wonder that broke that hamstring. <laughs> that's, it's quite, it's quite laggy. Yeah, that's, that's something else. Um, but because of those two things, I really nearly cancelled the trip. Like if, if it wasn't for the fact that I was only going with uh, Nathan and Tara and I was like, there was only three of us. If I bailed, then there'll only be two of them. And that would be a bit tough with pads and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, the only reason I didn't bail about a month before was because I'd feel bad to let down Tara and Nathan. Yeah. You're quite a high percentage of the trip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like basically I'm needed there to carry pats basically as much as anything. Um, and so I decided, oh, I know what, and, and my finger didn't get better. Well, it got a little bit better from that day. Um, but I was, I just went to the kind of like, oh, you know what, forget it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. And if my finger breaks, then I'm just going to, try and enjoy it and just think of it as any other kind of holiday yeah holiday hard yeah um and just those first couple of days we were out there and like my finger wasn't limiting me as much as I thought it might like I actually mostly didn't climb with it taped which was remarkable seeing as I climbed it I climbed with it taped for like months and months but anyway um but I was just there and I was just thinking you know what I'm just so lucky just to have made it out here I'm so glad I came because no matter what happens with the climbing, it's just so incredible out there. Yeah. It's way less desert than I thought it was going to be. Like it's pretty green, you know, it's, there's quite a lot of life out there. There's loads of different like bits and pieces and like, there's loads of plants that you don't recognize. There's loads of birds and lizards and all sorts of things that you don't recognize. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, actually we didn't see a snake and I was gutted. Like, (laughs) For what you wish for, yeah. Well, exactly. That's what because I, I was. I had my full bear grills on. I got like a stick ready to like pin it if I needed to. Um, and we, there was this area. Did you ever go to the danger zone when you were there? Uh, no, I didn't actually. It's a little bit f- further out of like the. It's no, it's actually it's it's really close, but it's quite new. Oh so right, okay. When you yeah, were no. there, it might have been just being developed that season. Early stages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's called the danger zone because of the snakes, I think. Ah, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, because we we were saying, because we said to someone like, oh, why do they call it the danger zone? None of the boulders look any higher or scarier than anywhere else. And they were like, oh, no, it's not because of the, the boulders, it's because of the snakes. <laughs> is that is that where the really classic, Eye of, is it Eye of Sauron? A really classic 70 plus or something? Is that in danger don't, zone? I don't think so. It might be. There's there's a really famous one called Law and Order, which looks much better in videos than it does in real life. Oh, is that like a boulder, like freestanding boulder? Um, uh, no, no, oh, it's, kind of, to... it's on a boulder. 
need to brush up my mouth yeah. knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it just seem to expand every year quite oh yeah and it's an amazing crag and it's like massive and just like always like you know they've they've developed like a little bit in the middle but you could keep walking either way and find more stuff for sure yeah it's like nobody's really bothered like documenting no. things too far just because there's enough roadside bits exactly just down the road <laughs> yeah we'll just go to the closest bit and like that'll do for now but yeah in in the future there's there's way more um mm. but yeah so so when we were out there there were loads of people posting um like pictures of like cape cobras and things out there like even like standing up with their you know doing the full flange thing <laughs> oh wow okay oh um, so you were I was really excited to see one um, and didn't see one. We went there, we went there twice, didn't, didn't get to see one. Oh, that, oh, sorry, sorry to hear that, but glad you didn't get attacked by a snake as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the the decision I made like from day one, which I was really, really grateful for, for basically the rest of the trip was like, I'm not going to try and push myself too hard. I'm, like even if my finger was magically healed, which it wasn't, unfortunately, but even if it was, I've had like nine months of not really training. So it's like, yeah. let's not, let's not kind of go in and pick up where I left off and be like, right. Okay. Let's, let's go and basically just try a whole list of eight B's and stuff. Like, cause I was like, if I do that, I'm probably not going to do very much. And I'm just, yes. and I'm, I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever get to come back here or not. So like, try and enjoy as much yeah, of it as I, you can I, I really want to do a whole bunch and and admittedly it makes it sound like i was like purely doing mileage which wasn't the trip case i more or less drew a line at 8a and was like this is a good level for me to go do it hopefully and probably really hopefully do it in a session there was yeah. some i didn't do in a session but m- most of them i did like yeah and, and i'm just gonna have like great days out and just gonna have do this loads of times yeah um, yeah and I was so grateful for that decision because I ended up doing loads of stuff when I could have done so much less. So I was really, really glad for that. Yeah. Well, that was one of the things which really struck me is you seem to get a lot done. Like you seem to just do yeah. a lot of climbing. Um, and yeah, it seems like, it seems like a nice way, a nice way to go when you have injuries, but like, it was like a lot of like, it definitely wasn't a mileage trip in that like, a lot of pretty hard boulders as well. Like, uh, and like, I kind of was, cause I know I'd spoken to you a little bit beforehand and you seemed a bit unsure about going and just like how much you'd actually be able to do there because of like some quite debilitating niggles yeah. you'd have for, uh, that were bordering on full injuries for a little while. Um, but from the get go, you seem to be able to do some boulders, which yeah, kind I- of is really nice. And that's one thing I've had on rock trips before, like, kind of like niggles going and i always kind of felt like it was like because often when you climb outside maybe skin's more of a limiting factor so you end up resting a lot more and that's sometimes quite good for tweaks but first the first thing you wrote is you were there and just climbed for the first like four or five days yeah (laughs) yeah which is exactly what i was like set on not doing i was basically gonna do I was like, I'm going to have to do day on, day off for basically this whole trip and just accept that's what it's going to be. And climbed every day for the first four days because I just couldn't imagine not climbing every all those days because they were all just, I was just so excited to try so much different stuff. Um, but let's talk about failure as well because that's 
that's my special interest uh, uh, yeah so the one, I, well I was going to talk I was going to bring that up like was there <laughs> anything that you did get stuck into yeah so there was one the, the one exception to my rule well there was another one which I will briefly mention because it's quite funny but um did your fingers not fit in the holes again <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to I'm going to try the vice because like it's really popular it looks really cool I love that kind of like um squeeze squeezy style lip traverse sort of style yeah um, yeah yeah uh and so we did try we tried it day two um and I did actually do the moves but like I couldn't heel hook on my right heel yeah I was so gonna I, say yeah so I had to do it all with toe hooks um which just felt really like difficult and some people do it with toe hooks but they tend to be taller than me yeah um, yeah and I could do it, but it was like a bit of a stretch. But also I just really felt like I was expecting it to feel really squeezy. Yeah. And it didn't really feel that squeezy because it felt more like your hands were kind of hanging underneath the holds, but because they weren't like opposed to each other. So you, like the left hands were kind of a bit twisted. So you weren't really fridge hugging. And the yeah. majority of the fridge hugging you were doing to keep you on was, was with your legs yeah yeah i i really it's very it's very like leg compression isn't it yeah so i was actually like oh wow okay this doesn't feel like the compression boulder i wanted it feels like a kind of hip boulder like people who've got really flexible hips are going to like this more than really compression loving people um and so i kind of i kind of just like well there was three things one it felt like potentially doable but really hard uh two i couldn't heel hook and so that was a bit of a downer makes um, it a bit harder and three it didn't feel quite as nice as i wanted it to um but i felt those things combined i was like it's gonna take quite a long time i just don't i had like weirdly no psych that like, i kind of <laughs> pr- to pretended to have a bit of psych and we went up there for a second session on it and i literally just like pulled on the holds and was like immediately like just wandered off and was just like, i want to do something else yeah like, yeah I just, I just had no psych for something to try like really hard on um, oh, I feel like that has to be like only so much of like the motivation to really like invest time into something can be done like in advance. Like, yeah, I feel so much like to really like want to be able to do a boulder and want to go into all the intricacies of it to like kind of like really understand it and is such like a time consuming like process and it requires like so much investment. Like you can't just you can't just like anticipate that you will find that for this climb without really yeah. knowing how it feels. Yeah. Um, and some, sometimes you just, it just not, it's not doing it for you. And you just kind of like, it's like anywhere else in the world, I'd probably be like really disappointed, but because it's Rockland, it's like, oh, I'll just try that thing over there instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's a five-star classic just there. I'll go try that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're at, you're at no shortage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, like, wow. it's quite hard to be bored. Um, so you didn't didn't go back you just no so... well not really no and then the other the other um the only other 8b i tried very briefly was we were in eight day rain and i walked past the quintessential oh yeah and Wait. i felt so that's quite is that quite right leggy i guess hmm. um it's all oh, fingers it... really it's like two moves just yeah, wham, yeah. Wham. kind um, of like board style like yeah. crimpy slap for the first one and then a jump to <laughs> yeah. uh slopey 
um great on your fingers and yeah exactly I, I was i was with nathan and, and we we're just walking past and I, and I had chalk on my fingers and i'd been climbing already so i was quite warmed up i just like felt the holes i was going by and i said to nathan like wow i could really get my meat hooks behind these like these aren't that bad so this is all right you know like you i was can... really confident i was like you know what nathan i think i could do this pretty quick like this doesn't feel very hard like yeah, yeah. this is going to suit me and so I was really excited about it. And so we went back. We didn't have any time that day, um, but we came back another day and I like, felt the holds again. I was like, oh, actually, you know what? It's really sharp. I'm going to have to pre-tape quite a lot. And like the thing that that held me back more than anything that trip really was that I had um, this really nasty split on my middle finger. Like, from from early on in the trip? Earlier on in the trip, yeah. It was, it was really annoying, actually. I think I got a blood blister on lightsaber, I think. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't been there, but the rock looks quite um it's crosly. really sharp and chosley, yeah. yeah. I got a blood blister, and so I took two days off to try and heal it. Oh. And then first go it immediately exploded on <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Blood blisters are hard to get rid of. Yeah. Was... My solution has always been to like kind of like release them at the top of them and then just yeah. like but the dead skin does come off and you do it's, have to like grow it out. It's funny actually, because I really nearly messaged you about it. Cause I was like, you know, I was thinking when I was out there looking at this blood list, I was like, I bet Aiden gets these. <laughs> and I was like, I bet he'll know what to do. But then I didn't, cause I was like, ah, but he's also in Wales and he's never going to get this message. So <laughs> never mind. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I, I should, I should have like released it, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, so it just so like I had two days off completely pointlessly and then immediately exploded it on the first thing I tried. And then uh, that I couldn't get that to heal for the rest of the trip. Yeah, it's um, it's really hard to, especially when you like when you're at home and you can kind of like do other things, go training inside for a week with tape tip. Like yeah, it's kind of like a, but when you're out there, it's kind of like not really not you do just climb through things, don't you? <laughs> yeah. It, you never yeah. really quite get the chance to exactly fully heal up. Um and yeah, so so from the for the for the second three weeks I had that I was dealing with, which is a bit annoying. So I was like, okay, well, I have to pre-tape my index finger because it feels really sharp. This is back on quintessential again. Yeah. Um and then I was like, oh well, obviously I've got to tape my split finger. <laughs> and anyway, this this little carnival of taping went on as I was like feeling the holds and pre-taping until I had um not including my thumbs. I had six fingers fully pre-taped. <laughs> like pre-taped? Yeah, like full bandage. Wow. And then, and then like I was trying to pull on, like it basically couldn't even pull on anymore. Yeah, uh, no. And I, was, and I was like, yeah, this is stupid. And so I just left it. So I don't think I properly tried it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Skin game is a tricky one to get right on trips. Yeah. And so I, so I was like, I, I, the only way I could get on with this is if I do this without tape. Yeah, and if I yeah. do this without tape, there's no way I'm not coming away with like a whole bunch more splits. Yeah, yeah, you kind of like, yeah, hard. To, I've always been quite fortunate in that I can get really leathery skin for the little mingers like that. I think it takes you yeah. quite a long way. Um, See, I think but, my skin's quite good for a bit, but once it's gone, it takes ages to come back. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I tend to, it tend to have re- like, if I go to some like a really sharp problem, like something like Voyager, for example, loads of people say, oh, the problem with Voyager is you can only have like three goes before you split. Whereas as long as I went, you know, after like a week of climbing inside, I could have a full session on it before splitting. 
Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then, I can, I can then you need two like weeks hours. off. But then, yeah, then and 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 all basically like once it's gone, it might not properly come back for the rest of the season because I get like these soft patches that just don't seem to go away. Oh, like yeah, little bit patches, scar tissue where yeah, it's like variability and like the integrity of the skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do so, that. So it wasn't, it wasn't without, it wasn't like a trip without total failure, obviously. Like there was obviously moments of things like there was also some easier things that I tried quickly and just like, was like, wow, I don't get on with this and left, yeah, yeah. left it really quickly. But that's kind of like, oh yeah, it's quite nice. Like, I think that's a re- real power of like, kind of like the attitude you went to, into with that trip. Like, as in, it sounded like you went into it without particularly like great expectations of what you would do, but like more like an attitude of like uh experiencing as much as you could do about a very novel landscape and like yeah with that like attitude of like just like enjoying kind of like immersion in a completely different like environment like you it's kind of like it's very hard to not win (laughs) yeah yeah and it was it was amazing and it was great to watch uh like, so I was out there with Nathan, um, Nathan Phillips, for everyone watching at home. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing watching him climbing. He's just absolutely phenomenal. He was climbing um, really well. Yeah. He got a lot done, didn't he? He got, oh, he got so much done. The thing that's remarkable with Nathan is he does like, he figures out the moves and that might take him, say, say that takes him an hour to figure out some moves, which is unlikely. It didn't normally take him that long. But even if it did, the moment he starts doing send goes, he does it within he, he, basically everything he did in like three or four cent goes the moment oh, he wow. starts doing something he just does it so quickly like once he's understood the moves it's yeah it's kind of over <laughs> yeah it's and i i joked about it quite a lot when we were out there because it was quite funny having climbed with you and, and then climbing with nathan you know you're both so good at getting up boulders but like the way you climb is so different and it's quite funny to see the mm. difference because like when you're climbing you look like you're putting a huge amount of force through holds and like you look like really muscular and compact and like burly when you're doing stuff yeah, whereas like but... nathan's able to like when he's coming he's like he makes himself suddenly look like he doesn't weigh anything he like he just floats <laughs> and he's yeah, like yeah. and like, it's like all his muscles are relaxed like, yeah he yeah. just he, he looks like he's just absolutely levitating, just like quite like fluid movement. He climbs, yeah. he climbs very well. I think he's a good, good at learning as well. Yeah, he yeah. does seem to have that thing where, like, once he's understood a move, he doesn't really make many mistakes on it, which I think no. is yeah, he's just a real like, skill. He's just a phenomenal, phenomenal climber. So it was, it was really fun to watch him. Oh, um, that's yeah, a bit. Of but also, it, it was great for me because you know when I when you're in that kind of mode of like you know I'm not going to be egoy i'm not going to try the harder stuff i'm just going to try easier like you know stuff that's slightly easier for me that i can do more of like it's really nice to be out with someone like nathan who's like there's no point trying to show off to this guy anyway because he's way better than me (laughs) yeah it's it's quite nice when like yeah especially like i guess we're like because nathan's a comp climber as well so probably like not that he's necessarily like a uh like really competitive guy out of that environment i never really thought he was but like as in like it's much when you're at a similar difficulty and you're used to like climbing an environment, a competition environment, like it'd be very natural to like, kind of, it'd be quite hard to distinguish between that, I think, but yeah. it's often quite nice. I quite like climbing with people at different, 
um of different abilities and it can be quite relaxing like yeah like, yeah it's really nice yeah to think about that it, it does mean that you have to go to a lot of different boulders though i mean for the most part mm-hmm. the three of us all tried different boulders basically for the whole trip which means we did a lot of double crag days a lot yeah of walking. yeah um, yeah but perhaps like so rockland is a place where like there's so much to see which isn't climbing but the the way in which it is seen is almost through climbing like yeah exactly uh like you could go for a walk to see these things or you could see them on your approach to a climb so like it's kind of like almost like kind of the things which you can enjoy about the area kind of like coming through the climbing as well so almost can work quite nice otherwise you're sat there twiddling your thumbs yeah and that's that's like one of the most amazing things about climbing isn't it because we get all of the benefits of hikers yeah and then we get to do the thing that was way more fun than hiking yeah yeah i often um, I, I often think that and even when you have a failed day out like walking around the fells i had one in the late actually probably before you left it was uh where i had an absolutely massive day looking like going to explore like this um uh promising looking roof which we seen in like a ice climbing photo but the photo is quite distorted so it's quite hard to tell how good it is but the rock was really compact so it looked really promising and it was like two hours walk but like some of it was like scrambling like it's a grade one scramble getting up there so like it's like very involved to get up there uh got up there and it turns out like the roof and the landing diverged more than they looked so actually it was just like it was well rarely the rock was good, looked quite good, but it was just way too high to be like, not uh, like, well, you you could only climb it if you could bolt it basically. Uh, and like, <laughs> so it's kind of like, and I think even then it's a bit close to our landing. So it just didn't quite work. But then, so it's a bit like, oh, failed day. And then did a load of walking after that as well. Anyway, crazy day of walking. Most walking I've ever done for a crag day. Didn't really find that much. Or the place we ended up climbing was like, maybe a half an hour walk in if we were to <laughs> try it there uh, from the another from another side but uh uh i kind of like you can kind of justify it to yourself but like most people travel a very long way just to do this walking part and <laughs> yeah. here we are complaining that we haven't found some nice bits of rock <laughs> yeah and that's that's the great thing is that, like climbing does give you just that extra focus on what otherwise would have been a walking holiday yeah yeah um but it can't yeah, couldn't 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 end the Rockland segment without saying that the only thing better than the bouldering out there is the sunsets, which are oh yeah, just unreal. So so good. <laughs> it is like I just couldn't quite. I can never quite. Yeah, it never got old. Like just how far from any landscape like I've ever seen it was. Like it's like yeah, nothing like anything I've ever seen it was pretty yeah. incredible yeah yeah no definitely a pretty special place yeah absolutely phenomenal i i think maybe five weeks was probably a touch too much for me um maybe not i mean it's tough because like the climbing days are always as much fun really from start to finish you're having an absolute amazing time every time you're climbing but yeah don't you find on long trips like rest days just get worse and worse and worse and like you just get find them more boring as you go yeah i do definitely know what you mean uh i think like it's changed for me since i've started climbing full time and that like 
I've started to work on other projects which I can kind of fill my rest days with, like magazine things, podcast. Yes, and, yeah. Um, and like it kind of feels like uh, I'm like kind of working on passion projects in the or like sometimes I require rest days yes have the time so, to do it yeah so uh, i should i should i should actually be clear um the problem is with nathan and tara is they basically don't do rest days um they just climb for it they don't believe in them just <laughs> um, non-stop mythological i feel um, that's quite like a actually i feel that's quite a comp climber trait they can just seem to go on it's, and on it's and on just unreal like tara had like probably 10 sessions in a row like 10 days on some just like just mad just like because like if she has a day where she doesn't climb very much she thinks she considers it a rest day whereas i sort of feel like now if you've warmed up and you've tried even if it wasn't very long that's probably killed your rest day yeah Um, yeah yeah but so so the problem was i i have a lot more rest days than them so that means i have a lot of days of just carrying pads um, Uh, because i really needed a day or two just back just not going on the huge long walk-ins carrying pads just to kind of recuperate and catch up on a bunch of work and bits and pieces but you never had much time to (laughs) no we had so few days we had like three maybe four days where we stayed at the place yeah 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 um yeah Yeah. it's just like it was it's very full-on like can get exhausting yeah they are full on hard to keep on, up with yeah if you go on a climbing trip with those guys don't expect to have a lot of uh, r&r time it is just <laughs> absolutely fifth gear the whole time which is like it's it's pretty intense yeah 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 no when i went when i went to rockland i went with those guys as well and max Ayrton. yeah um, but i think we were all doing comps at the time so probably we're all quite on the same like kind of crazy work pasty high volume kind of climbing mode um so i think it was all quite compatible um, yes because they actually had stories of that trip when you were with them when they said you were even more full-on <laughs> really yeah, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> they remember the day down at the coop where it was like really cold and and apparently you were like you were doing some like first ascent or something or maybe it was, it was something hard anyway and and you and you finally did it and they were like oh great now we can go home and you're immediately like oh no 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 i just want to try this like other ab that's like right here oh i remember <laughs> that day actually that was a crazy that was like a double session day as well yeah like, and then when, you did that and then you were still like oh but there's another one but they were like oh god say david <laughs> oh my god go. yeah <laughs> i do remember yeah i used to be able to do a lot of climbing in a day at that point yeah yeah, yeah. that was the day i did Olfen's dawn which nathan did this trip yes he did yeah it was yeah. that was one of the last things um we we went to and so that was really cool it was like oh great, i'm glad, I'm glad a, he did that <laughs> yeah it was, it was a great finish um for him to do that and i think i think he was quite surprised actually like oh wow okay um i think he was quite surprised it, it, he had a few times where i think he shocked himself with like doing stuff and I, can... think, I think that was one of them yeah oh nice um, yeah no well he thought um i thought when because we were there when he tried it a few sessions on me or there last time, I feel like he was getting relatively close. Um, yeah. It's quite unforgiving, those holds. Yes. Yeah. Not much scope for any. Uh... Exactly. He did He did show me what the sit start you were trying to add to it, though, which is, I still can't believe no one's done that. It's like so hard, but so obvious. Yeah. Like you, tiny, like you pull on two tiny crimps, awkward to like, 
turn into an undercut and then yeah. uh, the undercut slap into the start. I think it would just be so hard. Uh, Olivent Storm's a funny story. That was actually my first time I ever set a replica of something. Um, and your replica because, was way harder, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I knew that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought um, I'd read some blog about Andra trying it and not doing it or something. And I was like, wow, this must be really hard. But like, I was, I always like, I've weird things inspire me in climbing, but I thought that face looked really cool. And I liked how it was like so minimalist in the number of holds and just like yeah. short and basic. Um, uh, so I set a replica of that uh, and kind of, it's less steep than I thought. Um, I was set it on my board at 40, 40 degrees at the time. I think it's slightly less steep than that, but yeah, it was, the replica was way harder and kind of thought. It I was think gonna... it's 45 actually. I, I actually measured it when we were out there. Oh right, okay. Wow, Out of curiosity, yeah. Maybe I just made so the whole. It, it doesn't look that steep. I th- I was like, oh, I think this is like twenty-five degrees. Yeah, no, it's way steeper than it looks. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was one which I went into thinking, oh, maybe I'll embark in project mode. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> then uh, yeah, did it a bit quicker than expected. But um, yeah, the sit to that I tried a little bit when Nathan was trying to stand, desperate. Yeah. so hard <laughs> it's, it's so you though like I, it's a shame you're not going to go back out there because <laughs> i can see you doing that yeah there's a few there's a few crimpy sit starts to be added the sit to a mandala as well i'm sure that's oh yeah yeah surely surely there's little tiny micros down there <laughs> yeah yeah that's i like uh, going i like going to the land of massive five-star incredible <laughs> lines and finding all the, the crimpy sit starts to I, I had a little, little miserable sit start it just like it's a bagger, yeah. but um interestingly oliphant's dawn was definitely nathan's version of um what you said on the aisle sit because that like we we previously had joked like a couple of days before that like it was so crazy the difference in like the american mindset and the british mindset when when you top out a boulder because like when yeah. an american when an american tops out something that they really want everyone at the crag's gonna hear it like you yeah. get this like yeah this like screaming and like all their mates going let's fucking go <laughs> <laughs> and like everyone's like yelling and they're having a great time and it like means the world to them and yet when the brits climb one you get the person climbing might go yay and everyone goes nice one (laughs) yeah Yeah. and that's it that's the end of it a bit Um, less animated yeah and so when nathan (laughs) talked about oliphant stone he just said like i think he just went yes but like a bit louder and we were immediately just like yeah all right calm down don't be so american (laughs) 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 but it's funny like i I think it's like this really interesting difference in culture between the brits and the americans and i'm sure there are loads of people who who don't like you know fit into the categories but yeah yeah. maybe a bit more reserved by nature but yeah and i find it makes it a bit more special when the emotions then break through it's like a bit more like yeah like just (laughs) intense euphoria which is quite rare I think the Americans are really good at like supporting their mates. That's the one thing I'd say there's like having, like they all look, they feel so like invested, don't they? Whereas like the Brits are more just like, yeah, come on. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or verbally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do know what you mean. Often we'll do so in action. Like we'll carry. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but yeah, verbally encouragement. 
that's yeah. that's the other thing I one of the sort of um thoughts I had about bouldering when I was out there is that it's such it can be such a team sport sometimes yeah. like like the amount of boulders that I did with like you know I wanted to go there so Nathan and Tara carried pads for me like maybe we got like Nathan videoing it for me or like like Tara's like pointing out a hold and then Nathan's shielding the sun with the sit pad like it's yeah, so yeah. nice oh like then maybe someone's spotting me at the end like like everyone around you does everything they possibly can do short of like shoving you up it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's quite nice. A bit of a camaraderie around. Yeah. I like that on trips as well. You like begin to understand like the differences in people's process as well. And like what's important to them. And like, yeah, um, I think Brits are usually quite good at silence for climbing goes, which like, I don't know for some, well, for me, it really works. Um, oh really but, you like you like people not talking at all in your some well i'm no i don't mind some encouragement but like generally like i probably like yeah probably in silence is maybe better but like as in like it's not like it often it won't like break my focus if somebody said yeah come on yeah <laughs> but, but, <laughs> just, just immediately come down oh. shut up man <laughs> it's like, what do you think you're doing <laughs> but i i actually do i and i kind of almost feel bad for doing it because like obviously everyone's entitled just to have their conversations and like chat about it but like if someone's like just having a conversation chatting right next to me when i'm like trying to uh like or just like cracking jokes and i think it's probably just a risk of me laughing at something yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. but just like i do like yeah a, a little bit of focus time um yeah i definitely did that nice Tara one i remember her like i i made some joke while she was climbing and then she immediately came off and was like yeah well you put me off like, <laughs> kind of you're laughing but you're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> I felt very guilty there, but... <laughs> yeah, probably cracked a good joke <laughs> well, I can't remember what it was, which is good because it would never stand up now in the cold light of day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, nice. No, yeah, definitely is camaraderie amongst climbing trips. It's yeah. quite nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, really, really good to, pair of trips. Get to know, yeah, it's been a good, a wholesome month and a half for us. Yeah. So, what's next? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> so um, my plan, I'm usually not one for planning too far advanced. This is perhaps the time when I've, in my life, when I've planned the least far in advance. So I know I'm going to be in London for about a week. And right. And that's as far as you know. <laughs> then that's as far as I know. I know I'm itching to get back on the rocks. So we'll be climbing outside and we'll i think i'll stick around the uk um until um potentially a winter trip into europe but um was that the one that might be burden but you don't know yet um so burden i'm thinking will probably be next spring um i spoke to a local out there he got in touch very kindly uh saying generally the humidity is just so high in autumn uh, and it's just so wet that um often the best conditions are found in spring and also like i think it's just a much nicer time of year to be out there mm. it also gives me time to train on the replica because i haven't really been able to train on it at all just because since i yeah. put it up it's been so hot and it does just need to be cold to kind of the the amount it wrecks your skin is quite um 
resemblant of the actual climb and nobody's <laughs> going to go to bed in like 30 degree heat <laughs> yeah exactly so you kind of you've got to wait until it cools down enough that you can really train on it yeah i basically can't right. really use it at all at the moment which is a shame but um yeah it gives me the winter to train it and i'm really i'm really motivated for things in the uk uh so i think uh yeah the project sit to sundial um and a bunch of stuff around scotland is quite inspiring to me um so i'm quite content to pursue that um, nice and how about you have you got any trips on this um, no horizon? not really i i would i'd quite like to go somewhere in october but we'll see that may or may not happen um because i really want to go to um oh it's totally gone out of my head that's ruined it Vastavik. ah yeah 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 yeah, looks incredible yeah i'd really like to go up to vastavik um but we'll see because like i'm quite busy at the moment because I'm, I'm getting married um next month congratulations um, yeah and we booked... i did actually know this by the way this was yeah. the first time we <laughs> find this out. Um, I just, it just happened we booked our honeymoon which is also going to be the vastavik <laughs> <laughs> yes, um... how did you play that <laughs> it's all it's all climbing trips yeah um but i come on the next best thing actually because we booked uh, a trip to the seychelles um oh, no. uh, which is going to be very much a beach holiday but there are boulders on that beach so uh, i'm gonna i'm just gonna pack my climbing shoes we'll see we'll yes. see if there's anything <laughs> oh, well, Who knows? well played, well played. That was... <laughs> well, it's quite funny because like I, I you know i said like agreed to go to the seychelles because like you know if you want to do sun and beaches and things it does look pretty good um, yeah, yeah but then i saw that one of these like there's a few different islands you can stay on and one of the islands has loads of boulders on the beach and so now oh, i'm wow. really biased just to like oh, i think we should i think we should go to that one actually i think and this like, one looks really nice <laughs> yeah yeah this guy i found on youtube says it was pretty good <laughs> trip advisor <laughs> so now i'm really pushing to go to that one um, but we'll see there was actually a video of um some guys bouldering on that beach on youtube ah, um, you can set up a load of like um fake trip advisor accounts and leave some great yeah. views <laughs> yeah just post stuff that doll might like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some cuddly animals that you can uh, hang out with <laughs> nice um, yeah yeah you can well and at the very worst of beach holidays and always yeah exactly so it, it might be a stretch to also go somewhere else but we'll see if, yeah. an, if, if an opportunity comes i might just grasp it because uh yeah yeah, yeah. But it does. It has left me with a lot of, uh, yeah, quite a lot of carbon to offset, which is ah, well, it's quite something. Nah, I mean, like it's, yeah. I mean, I feel like it's a. To be honest, most people do that on the regular. Don't they? Yeah. Quite well, I've, I've, I've just, uh, I've just put the order in to buy some solar panels. So oh wow! Where, this is me trying to offset my guilt <laughs> oh, no. via solar. <laughs> Yeah, wow. That's uh yeah, solar tech is definitely on the up. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> that's, that's my plan. Because you know you can just like offset your carbon on planes, but it's always mysteriously cheap. And you think like Yeah, how's that? If happening? it's if it's if it's as cheap as this, I feel like it wouldn't be such a big deal, but I think it yeah, I don't I actually I think it's probably yeah, it's probably definitely like taking matters into your own hand. It's probably like uh 
for sure like the best way to go about things i think lots of like the tree plantation offsetting i mean i'm not so knowledgeable about this can come with a whole like um like a plethora of issues of like monoculture yeah. tree plantations and uh, and it really uh, depends like the metric they're using for like carbon capture so like are they presuming that each tree they plant is going to grow to like adulthood and yeah, how, yeah and how much carbon will it capture but then how many of them are actually going to achieve that you know if you've got like a bunch yeah. of terrible plantations where you're just chucking loads of seeds at the ground and then like maybe <laughs> one in ten sprout yeah and they're yeah. so densely packed that there's no space for any biodiversity yeah 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 so i feel mm. like it's definitely imperfect science and what is yeah. also imperfect science is me just buying solar panels to think that's going to fix the problem but <laughs> oh, i mean it's a pretty good place to start <laughs> it's better than nothing isn't it <laughs> yeah i feel that's pretty good <laughs> oh no good good on you <laughs> yeah. sweet well that was good have you got anything else that you wanted to add about the trips uh no i think i think that's a good overview i'm content with that awesome